Welcome to Building Texas with Justin McKenzie and Summer Babarak, sponsored by the Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation and Das Greenhouse. And now, here's your host, Justin McKenzie. Welcome to Building Texas, where we sit down with the most interesting people who are making an impact in their community, their region, and across the state of Texas. Today, I'm thrilled to sit here with Steve Mack from Texas Heritage Bank. We're going to have a conversation about economic impact, the history in the region, and banking in the region. So I'm very excited to dive into that today. So Steve, introduce yourself to anybody that might not know you already. How would they know you? Where would they recognize you from? Thank you, Justin. Uh, Happy to be here. Appreciate the opportunity to visit with you today. Yeah, so I've been a banker in Bernie uh, since 2001, so a little over 21 years uh, since my family and I moved here to open up uh, Texas Heritage Bank from scratch in Bernie. And uh, it's been a great, great experience and just love this community. We're so happy to be here. So how would people know me well? Um, I've been very active in economic development activities around here for most of the time that I've uh, been in Bernie. Uh, certainly been involved with the Chamber of Commerce locally. My wife and I attend uh, Curry Creek Church, and so we're, we're active at Curry Creek Church. And that's uh, about it. My kids grew up uh, and, and left Bernie, so trying to recruit them back, but uh, we were very active with BISD. I have helped with a couple of bond packages for BISD, served as the chairman of the Long Range Planning Committee there several years ago, back by 2013, they had a bond issue. And then this past bond issue, I served as the treasurer of the political action committee that helped pass the, the bond issue. So been around and been involved in a lot of different uh, activities. Well, let's jump back to the original decision to build the bank in Bernie. How did that happen? Tell me what drew you to Bernie or what put Bernie on your map? Well, uh, it's an interesting story. We, uh, I've been in banking for over 40 years. Started in Dallas uh, in 1982. Interestingly enough, the prime rate was 21% my first day on the job. So it's done nothing but come down since then until recently. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd like to take credit for that, but I probably shouldn't. Um, but uh, in my time uh, in banking, uh, there's been a lot of interesting things happen. After about 12 years in Dallas, my wife and I had four children. We were trying to decide what to, what to do and where to go, and, and it seemed appropriate for us to uh, return to West Texas. I had grown up uh, north of Lubbock. Uh, my dad was a cotton farmer, and so I've got uh, kind of some rural roots in me, and we really felt like we wanted to raise our family uh, outside of the Dallas area. And so I partnered up with some uh, other gentlemen and uh, quit my job and began to look for a small bank to buy in a small town. And in 1994, was able to work a deal to buy bank in Cross Plains, Texas. Cross Plains is between Brownwood and Abilene, and it's the only bank in town there. My wife and I picked up and moved from, uh, from Dallas to Cross Plains with our four children and began running a small rural community bank there. Uh, After about seven years, we began to realize that if we were going to grow our business, we had to find another geographic location in a market that was more dynamic and growing. And so uh, with the help of my partners, we began to search for the right community and place to do that. And I had a partner that lived in San Antonio, was very uh, active in business uh, economic development in San Antonio, and he suggested that we drive to Bernie. So my wife and I drove to Bernie one weekend, and she said, uh, after spending a half a day here, she said, I think we can live in Bernie. It was quite an upgrade for us. In Cross Plains, we had the Dairy Queen, 
And here there were uh, at least a half a dozen restaurants we could eat at. So it was exciting for our family. And I knew the business opportunity was, was a big one. So uh, that's how we landed in, in Bernie in 2001. Yeah, I can see the, the move from Cross Plains, Texas to Bernie, Texas would be, in my view, a welcome one. But <laughs> I have a lot of friends up in the panhandle that live and die by the, the panhandle generationally. Right. And to see them come to the Hill Country, to see people like yourself come to the Hill Country, uh, we also see this movement happening in Lubbock. Lubbock Angel Network is doing really well. There's a lot of innovation happening there now. But I think it's because of people like you that come in and see the economic opportunity and then can send it back that direction as right, well. Right. Well, we still have our banking operation in Cross Plains and love that community. There's some fantastic people out there. And uh, and our bank does well there, so we're we're pleased to continue to serve that community. But the uh, the growth of of our business has all been in San Antonio and Bernie uh, and South Texas. So that was a it was a, a good move for us, both with our family and for our business. Well, we appreciate having you here. I know the Texas Heritage brand is a brand that carries on Main Street. Everybody knows the bank and and wants to do business with you. And but I'm gonna dive in and show my ignorance a little bit. There's there's a lot of banks in Bernie, but they're different sizes. They feel different. You walk into their lobbies, it's a palpably different experience in each one. What is Texas Heritage? How would you qualify or quantify Texas Heritage Bank as a community bank, a regional bank, not a national bank, but is that are those the right buckets? Yeah. That, yeah. I can, I can help you dissect that a little bit, but there are the banking and financial institution industry is fractured a little bit. So, you know, you, you've you got uh, credit unions, for example. They, they fill a, a spot, a niche in the uh, banking industry uh, that's unique. And then uh, in the uh, commercial banking business, there's, there's kind of two different flavors there. Well, maybe three, really. There's the, the really large multinational banks uh, that are like, Bank of America or J.P. Morgan Chase, which you'll see around the area. And then there are more regional players like Frost or Texas Regional Bank, some other banks that uh, Vantage Bank, I think, is one that, that wants to be in Bernie. And then you've got the smaller community banks who are more geographically concentrated. They focus specifically on a on a community or some a region. Um, and so as you think about those those different kinds of, of banks, they all have different niches that they fill. And uh, for a, a community bank like Texas Heritage, we're a state-chartered bank, so our regulation primarily comes from the state of Texas, but we're also a member of the FDIC, which every com- commercial bank in, in the country has to be a member. So we get federal uh, regulation from them. But uh, since we're based in Central Texas and Texas are our primary regulatory agency. Uh, it gives us uh, the ability to concentrate more on the needs of this area, and that's what we do. That's what a community bank is best at. So we we set up shop in a community. Typically, we're owned by locals. We have local ownership here, and then the management typically comes from that community. So they're they're invested in the community. Texas Heritage Bank is the only chartered financial institution that is headquartered in Kendall County. So every other financial institution that's here is headquartered somewhere else, and they have seen the 
economic benefit and the growth of our community, and they wanted to take part in, so they opened a branch here, and uh, and that's 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 fine. That's you know I say the water's warm, come on in, um, but I think uh, our model works best for for smaller growing rural communities because we're fully invested here. We're making loans and taking deposits from our friends and neighbors, the folks we go to church with, folks we do business with. And so I think that's where our, our niche has some value for, for Bernie and Kendall County. You're listening to Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. My name's Justin McKenzie, and we're visiting with Steve Mack from Texas Heritage Bank today. And thank you for helping break that down because it, it is, it's a tough decision just driving down Main Street. Which bank do I go to and, and why would I go to that? And I go to Texas Heritage because I've come to you with economic development operations and and, and request and support and and you've always been first in line to support economic growth in Bernie specifically, but Kendall County at, at large. And, and that's where I've gotten to know you and where I've really appreciated your heart for economic development. A- am I right to say that you're you're part of the original? It's gone through many phases, I'm sure, through 150 years of Bernie. But if I go back to the Economic Development Corporation founding in 2006, I think you had a voice in that. And can you help us understand what drove the community to formalize economic development? Right. Yeah. There, I think there have been some efforts somewhere in our past to, to try to uh, grow uh, and, and drive economic uh, uh, progress. But uh, really, in 2006, the Chamber of Commerce here in Bernie uh, helped put together a group of uh, local business owners, and uh, we began to to try to chart a path for establishing an economic development corporation. The city of Bernie was very helpful in that. Kendall County was interested. And so with our governmental uh, agencies in, in support and the Chamber of Commerce working to to build it over a series of months. We put together a, a foundation, uh, the, the foundation to create a economic development corporation. It's a little bit unique here in Bernie uh, because we're primarily a funded by our local business community, although we do get support from uh, our governmental uh, units. And uh, so I think it's a, it's a great designed organization because it is very much a grassroots kind of an organization that helps uh, create economic opportunity. We'll stick with us through the break as we come back with Steve Mack and we're going to talk more about economic development in a rural community and what he's seen be successful over time. Did you know we've been playing football in Bernie for 99 years continuously and for 72 of those years we've been supporting the fine arts in our public schools with Bernie Turkey Dinner. If you love tradition, if you love Bernie, and if you love turkey, November 12th, BernieTurkeyDinner.com. Come support the fine arts in our community. Welcome back to Building Texas. My name is Justin McKenzie, and we're sitting here with Steve Mack from Texas Heritage Bank. Um, in the first part of the show, learned a lot about your history, how you got to Bernie, and, and then the Texas Heritage Bank story and, and what you've been able to do in Bernie since you've been here. I think one of the things as we were going into the break, you talked about our structure for economic development that was put together in 2006. 
is really membership driven. And I want to take it back to the community bank model. Being headquartered in Kendall County means it is a closed loop system. You have people depositing, taking loans, doing bank activity with you, but they're doing it with a headquartered bank here in Kendall County. And then I, I have to think, because I see your brand, you're reinvesting that in the community through the EDC, through local youth sports. Am I, am I seeing that and understanding it? Right. Yeah, Justin, that's exactly what, what we're doing. And, you know, the banking business is pretty simple. It's uh, the blocking and tackling of the banking business is we take deposits from our local community and then we redeploy those deposits in the form of loans back to local businesses and, and homeowners and individuals to help uh, take care of their families. So, you know, over the last 10 years, just uh, our bank has has invested over 300 million dollars in loans back into uh, our community um, we we support local nonprofits with our with our profitability and we've we've invested almost four hundred thousand dollars in the last 10 years in uh, contributions to and support f- local nonprofits uh, here and and we provide banking services from many churches and nonprofits here locally where we don't charge uh, them service charges to bank with us because we believe in the the value of nonprofits and what they bring to the community. And in form of, of the EDC, we've invested over $100,000 in the EDC and uh, Doss Greenhouse over the last 10 years. So I think we've made a, a significant investment to support the growth of Bernie and Kendall County. And that's, that's what a community bank does. And so we are very proud and pleased to be a part of the, uh, particularly the uh, Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation and the, and the work that they're doing because we believe strongly that uh, a rising tide lifts all boats and that's what we want, lift the community up. Staying in economic development for a minute and our structure is unique in that it's member funded. There's not outside of a known support value that they get from the city and from the county. Those are annual contributions as a member, they're not seeing sales tax return, which is the typical model. In economic development outside of Kendall County, it's very typical that a percentage, small percentage of your sales tax invest in the economic development of that city, county, region. We don't do that here. We are really looking for the Steve Max of the world to make an annual contribution to economic development. And that seems lopsided to me. That puts a lot of economic development onus on you, the business, to keep reinvesting in other businesses versus all of the people doing economic activity, buying and selling things right. in the county. And are we missing that? Well, we that, it, it is an opportunity that the state of Texas has given to uh, smaller communities in the state, and many um, cities uh, have enacted a half-cent sales tax that goes strictly to economic development, and there is there is an economic development corporation that that has stewardship of those tax proceeds. Highly regulated. It is. Very compliant. It is, and a board, a local board, is appointed by the city council to uh, oversee the stewardship of those funds. But that does give them a leg up because they've got a larger uh, pool of, of money to deploy in recruiting and helping 
local businesses continue to grow. So how does Bernie and Kendall County compete in that environment when we don't, at this point, have that uh, available to us? And and I think uh, we have to work together to do that. And that's why our city and county partnerships are so important, because uh, if we make a commitment together to work on recruiting the kinds of businesses that should be in Bernie that will support our lifestyle and the kind of place we want to all live uh, and also help our existing businesses stay here and grow, then we're going to have to work together and come up with some creative ideas to do that. And, and that means that our, our municipal and county partners have to step up and provide some incentives to help help that happen. And then the rest of it is is the creative power that comes from local businesses working together to help grow the community and using our our intellect and and what resources we've got available to do that. Well, you, and, and I appreciate the comparison because the light bulb moment for me in this conversation is we do this model with tourism. We do this with the convention bureau or convention visitor bureau where they've done an amazing job of taking hotel occupancy tax, which is a tax on people that spend the night here, hotels, but this is only for the city of Bernie. Hotel occupancy tax does not exist in the county. Mm -hmm. I think we leave about a million dollars on the table every year for that. Mm -hmm. But similarly, the economic half of a cent kind of conversation, and I'm not saying I am for more taxes or less taxes. I think it's the use of funds that we're really talking about because that pool of money for the CVB, incredibly important. I, I've heard upwards of a million dollars that they have coming in, and they're turning around and reinvesting that in marketing and attraction that supports our local businesses. I think they quietly do more for our tourism and shops on Main Street than anybody else in the community. EDC could do that too, because they would be buying land, promoting building in certain areas, ensuring that we're really smart growth, designing, keeping the heritage where it needs to be, putting workforce where it needs. That's the, the skill and the planning that I see other communities doing that financially we're just not equipped to do today. Right. At this point, we're, we're not by, by state law. We're capped at uh, a total of eight and a quarter uh, cents sales tax here locally, and, and we're there already. So uh, that opportunity is really not available to us unless some heroic efforts are made to to make that happen. But nonetheless, I think that there still is plenty of uh, resources available to us. And and I would suggest, I would uh, strongly make the case that the Economic Development Corporation since 2006 has been a fantastic uh, engine to bring in and grow uh, new businesses, uh, bring in jobs, and help our other local businesses continue to grow. So there's plenty of data and statistics that would support that, uh, that, that uh, maybe you could get from uh, Amy's story at the EDC, but uh, certainly I know that to be the case. Well, and we see that with the entrepreneurial activity, and I want to thank you for being a founding member, early donor to Das Greenhouse, and really you saw the vision, and you see economic impact as a way to slow down the export of talent. And I appreciate you bringing up BRE because business retention is equally, if not more important than attraction. We want to make sure the great businesses that are here stay here and create those future opportunities for our workforce that we want to 
come back here. You mentioned it earlier. You're trying to recruit your kids back to the region. Let's dive into that. What does that look like and feel like in your family today? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. They're uh, they're pretty well established where they are. But if you use my family kind of as a proxy, um, we do have uh, my wife Ladonna and I have five children between us, and uh, one of our children does live here with his wife and, and child. And uh, actually, uh, he works for Texas Heritage Bank, so uh, we're happy to have Grant uh, there with us. But uh, our other four children are well-established elsewhere. But if you just think about uh, other families here and the opportunity for their children to come back, we've got to have a, an environment and a platform here that promotes uh, the, the growth of business, whether it's entrepreneurs helping people start businesses or whether it's just providing opportunities and good jobs for professionals to come back here. Uh, Bernie sells itself. The school district is fantastic. The hill country is beautiful. Uh, when it rains, we've got lots of water in our rivers and creeks, and hopefully that'll change here shortly. But uh, it's a beautiful place, and so it sells itself. If we could just provide opportunities uh, for folks to um, grow professionally, and we're doing it, we're doing that, then I think we'll see more and more of our children as they grow up come back. Well, and I think we are doing that, and it's efforts like yours and the EDCs. And, and I think the city has really turned a corner on how they look at this as well and ensuring that Bernie does, because that's been the old adage, people, if they want to move here, they'll move here. My personal look at this is how do we get the right opportunities to move here? It's not about the right people. It's the right economic engine that's going to land in the region, whether that's here in Bernie or in Comfort or in Kerrville. It all has an impact on us and how we collect sales tax, how we drive the streets and deal with the traffic, how we do everyday living. And we don't necessarily think about that first and foremost at the start of a day. Well, how's the economy doing? We, we, if we think about it, we think of it about it as a very macro national economy. People are throwing around $33 trillion in numbers that we can't even fathom where I'd love to see people get involved and where I want to encourage people to, to take the extra time is how much are we giving back into our community locally? Because, and you mentioned it earlier with you're headquartered here. So that that money stays here, gets reinvested, deployed, philanthropically given here. Santicos is a great example, the San Antonio Area Foundation. Everything they do in San Antonio goes back into San Antonio. And when they expand, guess what? Their expansion efforts all come back into San Antonio. So how, how do we get people to look at the microeconomics of our city, our region, and who's making impact and supporting the businesses that are giving to the youth sports, are giving back to the church because I'm very afraid with consolidation, a lot of that local investment that we always just assumed would always be there quickly goes away. Well, yeah, there is consolidation that occurs. It happens all the time. The banking industry, um, it's prevalent. Um, but at the same time, uh, what we've got to do, and, and this needs to happen both locally and at the state level and federally, is that we've got to support small business. And that, that there's a lot of different components to that. It includes uh, taxation. It includes how we, how we provide uh, incentives and, and grants to, to folks. It, it has to do with how we educate people. Where are your concerns for the region moving forward in the future? And, and then I'll ask where you find your optimism. I think the, the concerns, and I, I've heard this on, on uh, this podcast before, I think uh, water is a big issue that will have to be uh, addressed 
in the future. We're, we're, we're limited on uh, our natural resources in that particular arena. But uh, outside of that, uh, I don't think that there are a lot of um, limits to what we can do. San Antonio is a fantastic city. And I think we're, we're blessed to be uh, 20 minutes from the airport. That's a fantastic um, resource for us in, in Bernie. And, and our schools are cont- going to continue to uh, attract uh, good, good folks who want to be here and want to establish businesses. here. So I think um, those are, uh, you know, the biggest limit I see is water. Outside of that, I think we've got plenty of other positive resources that can, we can use to help continue to grow our economy locally. Well, it's been a pleasure to visit with you, hear more about your story, and thank you, Steve Mack, for the way you are building Texas. I appreciate the time today. Thank you, Justin. It's been a pleasure. Every week, you'll learn more about what's being built so that you can understand the vision, find helpful resources, and know how to get involved. This is Building Texas, where we sit down with the most interesting people who are making an impact locally and statewide. Join us every Saturday at 930, right here on Bernie Radio. Texas Heritage Bank is proud to be part of the growth and economic success of Bernie. I'm Steve Mack, CEO of Texas Heritage Bank. Bernie is our hometown, and our message to you is bank local. Because when you do, your deposits support the whole Bernie community, where you live, where you work, and even where you eat after church. Meet the team inside Texas Heritage Bank to start your child's first savings account, invest your hard-earned dollars in a CD, or manage your business with our state-of-the-art mobile app. You always have a friend and neighbor at Texas Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 776-735. Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Now let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for Children's Story Time. The Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4. This is Bernie Radio.